3: with your host, John Rush.
6: Actually,
5: it's Andy Pate, party of choice. And we are now in our number three here on Rush Trees I am Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Shemae Navarro of...
7: Don't tread on May.
5: Don't tread on May. And on the line right now we have Rachel Alexander, the editor-in-chief, the Grand Poobah of the Intellectual Conservative. How you doing, Rachel?
2: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, guys.
5: Oh, you bet. Now, Rachel, um, Biden said some rather shocking things about Trump supporters. And the reason I wanted to get into this is that there's always been a war on Trump, but now there seems to be a war on Trump Republicans, on Trump supporters. Have you noticed this?
2: Yeah, it's part of their divide and conquer. You know, first you marginalize Trump and then you move on to the next level. You know, the next you peel away another layer And that's how the left operates. You know, we see how it will go after a very far right person, and then it'll start coming after a little less far right, a little less far right, until it's finally going after like its own and eating its own. Mm
5: -hmm. Well, you know, Rachel, I got to be honest. It really angers me that a bunch of people who achieve nothing but disaster— everywhere they run things okay every state they run becomes california illinois uh new jersey new york people run from every state they run they run from every country they run to come here they run from every city they run to go to the suburbs or the or the rural areas everything they run falls apart and yet they look at me as a walmart smelly person
2: (laughs) well you know i gotta be honest you guys I kind of think there's a silver lining there for me because my boyfriend lived in Rockford, Illinois for 44, no, 39 years of his life. And then he hated it so bad he moved to Arizona. So I would not have even met my boyfriend if he hadn't fled the Blue State. Right.
5: Still, since he came from Illinois, did you make sure he had his shots? Okay, I'm just (laughs) asking.
2: He, he, he's a black man and all he says is, remember what happened to the Tuskegee Tuskegee experiment. Oh, he, yeah. He doesn't even want to hear that. Oh, I didn't mean that
5: shot. I meant in general. See, I'm from, I'm from Wisconsin. So I'm a Packer fan. So bear fans, Packer fans, anything coming from Illinois, we just pick on. It's just what we do been so
7: funny
2: it's an ugly oh. it's
5: an ugly lifestyle rachel i'm telling you what okay well,
2: and and, and he, he likes the packers but not the bears because his dad used to play for the bears and the bears let his dad go
5: there's a stigma rachel around trump republicans and what i want to ask you first of all is what is a trump republican can you define this for me
2: you know i've always thought it was just a regular conservative just like you or me I don't see a whole lot of difference between Trump and us regular conservatives. So I think what they're trying to do is just take regular old conservatives and stigmatize us. You know, we see what they're doing, going after Trump, trying to prosecute him now. Um, It's just their secret, clever way of demonizing all conservatives.
5: Do you think that Trump Republicans bring a little of it on ourselves? And as you know, I I love Trump, too. I hope he uh, wins again. You know, I also love uh, DeSantis, so I'm I'm good either way. Just get somebody in the White House, either one of them. But do you think that we kind of bring it on ourselves? And here's what I mean: there are there are some people in the Trump supporter group who almost worship him, and they basically value or devalue every single Republican based on how loyal they are to Donald Trump. Yeah. And you know, by the way, I'm all for being. I am loyal to John Donald Trump. And I'm fine with that. And I can't stand Liz Cheney either. Mm -hmm. But it does seem like there is a contingent, not all of his supporters, not even a majority, but there is a contingent within them that almost seems to worship him and judge everybody based on how loyal they are to him. I mean, do you see any of this?
2: Okay, I, I don't see much of it. I feel like the left just says that to us. You're the Trump worshiper. You won't, you know, bid it. And I'm like, no, I've been a conservative before Trump was ever conservative. So don't call me a Trump worshiper. You're I right. I get branded that way, too. It Right, right. And and they love saying your boy Trump and and like trying yeah. to walk us in with every every rude thing Trump has ever said, which, no, I, I actually don't quite talk like Trump. So, you know, don't tell me he's my boy. I support him. I think he's one of the best presidents. I think it's just this kind of trick they're doing. But I will say this about your point. Um, I do think there is a little bit of funny business going on where, like, let's say somebody gets Trump's endorsement. Um, then that person can do no wrong to some yeah. Trump supporters. And they're going to go down with a sinking ship when, honestly, Trump's human. He made a mistake in some of his endorsements. And so I'm telling we you, all people, do. If, if Trump is... We all do. So if, if Trump made a bad endorsement, why don't you just go work on another campaign of a closer race where somebody's actually going to win? And you know what? If that, uh, that bad endorsement Trump made, the person is definitely not going to win... Then it's okay. You can work on Kerry Lake for governor's campaign or sure. a winning race.
5: You know, Rachel, I, I'll be honest, I was upset at Trump when he chose Mike Pence. Okay? Mm-hmm. I was. And yeah. it's not because I and it's not because I didn't like Mike Pence. I liked him a lot. I've always liked Mike Pence. Great guy. Okay? But I just didn't feel that he radiated strength. These people who think that because Trump is an alpha, he needs to run with a beta, are I think they're wrong. I think he'll only respect an alpha. <laughs> totally. Okay, and I think he needed to run either with an alpha or somebody who would bring such gravitas or or just uh, intellect. You know, Ben Carson would have sold incredibly well yeah. because of his likability yeah. and you know he has an IQ roughly in the ten millions, and you know there were or there were some others. I just feel, and by the way, I think a Trump DeSantis ticket would be, you know, some people say, oh, you can't have the two alphas together. Are you kidding? They're yeah, besties. Yeah. Trump would actually yeah. have somebody yeah. he respects at his side. What do you think? Because I I think he made a lot of great, I think he may have been the best president of my lifetime, him and Reagan, I don't care which, pick one, but th- 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 he's not perfect, Nobody is. You
7: want to know? Sorry, can I jump in? Yeah. You want to know something that I really like that he did because he seemed to have single-handedly taken down the Clintons, the Bush, sorry, the um, <laughs> Cheney's, like the McCain, like like he took down these like establishment, like uh bloodlines in in american politics he and cleansed the party he really did he might have been like he came in like a wrecking ball and i i like that i had a i had a good old time with him i'm, I'm actually working wearing a maga hat and I've, I've contemplated wearing it out and about more often because the way america <laughs> looks now is like we need to become better did you see that video that he came out with after? the raid. Right. Oh my gosh, it was powerful. Um, I think the only thing that um he's done and I, I, I hope that there are um followers of Trump that can just like differentiate, you know, between policy and things that he's done. But one thing I didn't like that he he is very adamant about is his stance on the vaccine he is, like, adamant about that being the best thing he's ever done and all that kind of stuff. And I, I kind of have a pushback on that thought process a little well, bit. And so an does
5: DeSantis. Where, that's an area where I think DeSantis handled it a lot better than him. 100%. Go ahead, Rachel.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just disagreeing with all you guys. Um, you know, uh, you made a really good point, Shemay, about taking down the establishment. Uh, I agree with you, Andy, that he's definitely one of the best presidents, I think, ever. Totally. Yes. Um, Trump DeSantis. And, and Trump to Santa ticket, brilliant. Um, I, I, I did not like Pence either. Um, I, he, he had a really moderate record as well, and a lot of people don't realize that. But I think he fooled all of us because he had that saying that we all like, I'm a Christian first, a conservative second, a Republican third. Right. Like, that sucked us all in. And, and And I think that the reason Trump is getting so much criticism now, I believe it's because of the era of, of the nastiness, the media, the social media. I think nobody can survive. I think if the Stannis had been in office when Trump was, the same thing would have happened to the Stannis. They would have found other reasons for destroying the story's reputation. That's just, and I, I just think it's gonna get worse. This is what we're in for now. And, 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 and you know, even if he didn't have do the mean tweets, there would be something else. And I'll just add one more thing in about, uh, you know, Jimmy and the vaccine. I wrote an article, you know, several months ago where I think I hit the best of both worlds, which was, if you are an old person and you've got all these illnesses, maybe you really should take the vaccine. I think that the left has, has pushed us from being uh, vaccine choice into anti-vaccine, yeah. which is not exact. Yeah, it's not exact science. That's not, you know, I didn't get the vaccine, but I'm, I'm a pretty healthy person. And so I, I don't... I, I I do believe that people did die in higher numbers in old red counties versus old blue counties because they tried to turn us all into that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. mentality.
7: Yeah, no, I agree with you Um, to a point. I I kind of am. I don't know. I just I'm anti. Call me anti.
5: (laughs) Well, here's the bottom line, guys. Here's the bottom line. Trump. People now are trying to blame him for the vaccine. Guys, you're wrong. Operation Warp Speed, all that did was speed along money and resources to provide a product. Okay. He didn't wear a lab coat. He didn't actually develop the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Okay. That wasn't his job. His job was to make it happen fast for the American people. And secondly, he never mandated it. He offered an option Yeah, that could help get people back to work if they so choose to do, to do it that way. Yeah. Um, Biden came along and mandated people into oblivion. Yeah. And that is the total difference. That's why these people want to blame Trump for it. I'm just like, uh, no, not buying it. Hey, Rachel, can I hold you over? Oh, sure, guys. Okay. Um, next up is Flesh and Beck. Kevin Flesh doesn't avoid going to trial, but your opponent will want to. Kevin Flesh, that's F L E S C H. He's ready for court, which means so are you. Trial tested, trial ready, Flesh and Beck, 303 806 8886, or fleshlawfirm.com.
1: Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you have been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a juror's perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people hear evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one that's hurt, you have a good idea what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals, whom you don't know and weren't witnesses, to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesch and Beck Law. They get results.
5: Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, Uh, when employees love their jobs, they give better service. Why? Because they have buy-in. And that's why at Absolute, the technicians bring a great attitude to your home. Call Absolute at 720-526-0231, or you can find them at reason.com.
4: It pays off to be cool when you make an investment with a quiet, cool fan system. You keep the heat away and get your money back in energy savings. You get a return on your energy efficiency when you get a quiet cool system installed by absolute electrical heating and air that pays for itself with how much money you can save. Quiet cool systems save you between 50 and 90 percent on your air conditioning costs. The motor inside works efficiently to pull hot, stuffy air out of the house and replace it with clean, fresh air. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, whole house fans, including your new quiet cool, are the most energy efficient way to cool your home. With the energy savings from your quiet, cool installation done by the experts at Absolute, you'll be paying yourself back for years to come. Invest in energy efficiency now. Call today at 720-526-0231. Mention KLZ and you'll get a $300 rebate when your install is completed. Again, that's 720-526-0231. For
7: quality and service beyond control, Absolute electrical, heating,
1: and air. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. And welcome
5: back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. On the line, we have Rachel Alexander of the Intellectual Conservative. Really quick, Rachel, can you give the exact website address?
2: it's intellectualconservative.com.
5: Real simple, that's easy to remember. One more time, intellectualconservative.com. Now, Rachel, first of all, I agree with both of you and Shemay, do do you remember the first Batman movie with Jack Nicholson when he said, this town needs an (laughs) enema? That's funny. (laughs) Okay, yeah, Yeah. well, um, I I would say our party needed one. And we, it wasn't so much that we had bad beliefs, it's that we didn't know how to fight. And if anything, he swept out the non-fighters. Yeah. Donald Trump came in, and now you have Republicans coast to coast who are looking at their party and saying, if you're not a fighter, get out. Yes. But I have really good beliefs, don't care. Yeah. Are you a fighter? Are you going to fight? And I just think that this is something that we've been needing for a long time. What do you think, Rachel? Yeah,
2: you nailed it. Um, The the stakes are um, higher. The Democrats are much smarter. They're much cleverer. They're more aggressive. They've gone on the offensive. They put us all on the defensive where we're just sitting at home ranting on Facebook, you know, way behind after they're already getting things done. So we absolutely have to. We have to be fighters at this point. And I'll tell you guys right now, I have started a group locally of conservative media We don't have anything like that, nothing like that in the entire country. So I want the conservative media to get together so we can now do what the left has been doing and we can control the narrative and we can frame the debate because we've just been sitting back reacting.
5: Is it just local or can you give us the website and we can spread it here?
2: Well, I, I haven't taken it national yet. We've okay. only had two meetings, and and right now, right now, I'm not even putting it on the on the internet yet. Like okay. at this point, I, I don't I don't even know if I want you know what I mean the left to know what I'm doing.
5: Okay, so, <laughs> Just so uh, you, you don't want thirty yeah. agents at your door.
2: I, 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 you know it. I mean, they're <laughs> they're gonna hate the fact they're gonna hate the fact we're getting coordinated finally.
5: Okay, now, really quick here, Rachel, a lot of this battle has come to Arizona. It's not just because you have the tight races. I mean, things are going on with the Republican Party there. Once again, a sweeping out of the non-fighters. Can you bring us up to date? What's going on in Arizona? Well, we
2: had a sweep of mega candidates. Every single mega candidate Trump endorsed in Arizona won. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. It's like five, six, seven of them. And uh, it's going to be all the main offices, governor, U.S. Senate, you know, Secretary of State, AG. So I am really, really, really terrified that the left is going to hit us hard. They are going to do everything they can to stop these MAGA candidates from winning. We already have people talking about how they think there was voter fraud in the primary already. Um, I can tell you right now, I can't I can't leak who it is, but there is a letter about to go out to Arizona officials within the next couple of days saying you better stop electronic voting machines from being used in this election because we're basically going to have a repeat of 2020 again. No, no, uh, uh, what's the word? No faith that the system is going to be accurate in, in, in this election.
5: Yeah, they do seem to be open to compromise. And that's what worries me. I don't want any kind of a machine where you can access it from an outside source. It's just too risky. And and,
6: and,
2: I mean, it's common. It's common sense. If you have half the population or whatever it is really concerned and they don't trust the machines, what's the big deal with just doing it on paper ballots with hand tabulation?
5: I agree. Okay. I want to close with this, Rachel. I want to hear from you. What is the future of the GOP? All right. Is it going to be Trump centric? Is it going to be more populist? And let me just say one last thing before I turn over the mic. See, I don't think it's about Trump. I think it's about loyalty. And I think that's what Trump has reminded all of us of. Okay, because there are people who are like, well, what do we do once Trump is gone? The man's in his 80s. Guys, I think he lit the fire. I don't think it's going out. And What do you see? Do you see a party where maybe we're going to start being loyal again to our principles and to who we are? Or do you think it fizzles out? What do you expect?
2: I agree with you. I feel like Trump started a movement that loyalty is a big deal and it isn't about him. I don't think he's the big narcissist people the left likes to claim he is. I think he no. genuinely cares about this country and he wants this movement to continue and he doesn't care if somebody else is ahead of it. Matt does not have the word Trump in it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe he's, he's created a new populist movement that people like because it's no longer the establishment rich country club republicans controlling everything
5: now really quick here what is a populist republican
2: i did write an article um you can find a few months ago about populism in the republican party and trying to explain the differences um you can get kind of extreme where you know populism is just all about mass democracy and you know there's there's no checks and balances no, no. um but i don't yeah i don't believe that's us i believe uh, the populism in reference to our republican party today is just the grassroots has a lot more role you know here in Arizona. We are just all about the precinct committee men. We have two guys named Dan who are just doing an incredible job yeah. from the ground up.
7: The precinct project, yeah. or something like that. What is it? You, you,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, Dan Farley and Dan Schultz are Schultz, the names. Yep,
5: well, that's fantastic. You know what? You know what it seems like to me, Rachel. And I think Trump brought this because Trump. Was not a great speaker, and yet he was the most refreshing magnetic speaker I've heard in our party since Reagan. I mean, he really was. I have not enjoyed listening to someone talk Mm -hmm. like that since Reagan. I miss him. Yes. And here's what the populism means to me, Rachel, and then you close. It seems to me that he made us the party of everyone, not the party that the left had, you know, cast in movies as the white sherry sipping elitist party i mean we are booming amongst hispanics now we're we are growing in every demographic people don't care there are gay republicans all over the place nobody cares you can be anything anyone anywhere and be a republican now he made it popular in that way because it reached across boundaries i'd never seen before to me that's populist am i missing anything I don't even know I can one- up you and get
2: the final word in there because I think you said it so well, <laughs> but I will tell you this at my conservative media meetup group, there were um, twelve of us on Saturday, and three of us were black people. so we Trump has totally changed the whole makeup of the Republican party. It's incredible, totally
5: well, you know I, I tell you what rachel you've you've done it again, and I'm even going to forgive you for for having a boyfriend from Illinois, <laughs> you know I mean. It, <laughs> actually he I think, hates it now he, he he doesn't want to go back <laughs> and i know you know and i go for from, I'm, I'm from wisconsin when i was there it was all left wing it's medium now and so i kind of know how he feels but tell him i relate and that's wonderful rachel alexander from the intellectual conservative that's intellectualconservative.com thank you so much for joining us
2: i appreciate it thank you guys
5: god bless oh god bless Oh, isn't she fun?
7: Yeah, totally.
2: That so was much,
5: awesome. she's So much energy. I've been reading her articles for years. I read them on townhall.com okay. a lot, or yeah. I can go right to her site. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, up next is, what is, what is up next? Dun, 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 dun. Is it Golden Eagle? Yes, it is. Oh, it's Roof Max. Okay. In a year with record high winds, if you have a dry roof guess what? It's going to get torn up. Have you noticed that? Have you seen so much wind in your life? Oh my gosh. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, let Dave Hart treat your roof adding years of life and keeping it moist and resistant to all that wind and also to all that cold that's coming right around the corner. Call Dave at 303-710-6916 or you can find him on rushtoreason.com.
8: When you replace your roof now, you're getting less and paying more. Instead of replacing your roof, get a rejuvenate with Dave Hart from Roofmax. Shingles made 15 years ago were thicker and tougher than what's on the market today. Quality materials has gone down, meaning you consistently pay more for the bare minimum. The existing material quality of your roof is probably better now than what you could get on a reasonable budget brand new. Get more life out of your roof with Roof Max. Maintain the longevity of your roof with a patented resin treatment from Roofmax so you can pay less over time. The expert installation of the RoofMax treatment adds a minimum of five guaranteed years to your roof giving you more time with the investment you already made buying the house in the first place call dave hart with RoofMax at 303-710-6916 that's 303-710-6916 the only recommended roof rejuvenation on klz 560 am
9: want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once, and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost. 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298191, regulated by Dora.
6: Experts need physical eyes on the problem, but you'd like to know how much it's going to cost before you commit to one plumber, especially when it's a big fix. High Five Plumbing gives you FaceTime digitally with High Five Live, because to give you an honest quote, ethical plumbers need to see the problem. With High Five Live, you get the real price without waiting around all day. Your session tells you what needs to be done faster than seeing an in-person plumber. That way. You get the chance to talk to a master plumber before they dispatch anyone to your location. Get your estimate while avoiding any unnecessary wait times and substantial dispatch fees. For a limited time, KLZ listeners get a free tub of pipe clearing BioClean with the completion of any service. Schedule your appointment, service fee free, by mentioning KLZ through High Five at HighFivePlumbing.com for an estimate from a real plumber. That's HighFivePlumbing.com. You can also call. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's
1: 877-934-4445. The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason.
5: And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, Andy paid filling in for John Rush along with Shemaine Navarro of Don't Tread on May. Don't Tread on May. And on the line right now, we got Jersey Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm well, doing good. Shemay, how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing real good. I'm real good. Whoa, that was good, Shemay. I got, good, got Shemay. it. I got that it. Was, you nailed it.
9: Yes. You Mike,
5: nailed it. You, you're you ready for organized crime. I am ready. You, you've really got a career.
7: Is. Yeah.
0: Joe, right. what's up? <laughs> well, we're going to give... It's going to be ladies' choice. i got so, many, so much stuff to talk about. We're going to give Shemay her choice tonight. We should. So, we can talk about the... Um, The hidden costs of Biden's student loan debt forgiveness program. We can talk about the California high-speed rail fiasco and what that means for Biden's promise of a national high-speed rail network. Uh, We can talk about California's idiotic plan to uh, ban the sale of fossil fuel cars in 13 years. Oh, my gosh. And we can talk about the price of natural gas being up almost 400% since Biden was inaugurated and what that's going to do to your heating bill and your electric bill. Um, where would you like to start, Jame? I think. Um, oh, well, you want to? Oh, one more. And how about why you why teenagers can't find whipped cream in New York State?
7: Oh, that sounds like a fun one. <laughs> okay, we'll Let's start with teens and
5: whipped cream.
0: <laughs> well, you know, uh, New York <laughs> State has five thousand drug overdose deaths a year. They have nearly a thousand homicides a year. They've got. Ninety-nine violent crimes a day committed in New York City. But the state legislature said we need to focus on one of the most important issues confronting the citizens of that state. And that's teenagers getting high by sniffing the nitrous oxide. Yeah, it's called whippets. Whippets. That yes, in yeah. that in the, you get in every can of ready ready whip. So if you're a teenager, you can't buy a can of ready whip in the supermarket anymore.
7: You you <laughs> want to know something that's funny? This weekend we were having like a key lime pie kind of a thing. It's like avocado key lime pie, and um, my daughter wanted uh, whipped cream in her in her mouth, and she was doing it herself, but she didn't push back push back enough, and it was just like air. And me and my sister looked at each other, we were like, "Be careful!" <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> but obviously.
5: So she's a user. She's a user. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's We're terrible! Like,
7: no, you
6: oh. can't do that.
5: Well,
0: Joe, what did they do? Well, they just made it bad. You, you have to show an ID, just like you know, buying the uh, buying Sudafed in the pharmacy. Now you got to show an ID at the register if you want to buy a can of Ready Whip. <laughs>
7: is this like the first freezer area item that has like a lock on it, where you have to call like the store <laughs> manager to get one? Yep. That's weird.
5: Someone please build a wall around New York. Yes. Um, with the, no door leading out about their,
0: about their ridiculous things by the way um uh, but i want to get to my quote of the day and then we'll go back to new york and they're concealed. but my Let's quote of the day it. from the from the late milton, uh milton friedman uh shimei you know who milton friedman was yes nobel award-winning economist here's his quote about inflation now again he's he's been dead for several years so here's his rolling quote. rolling in
7: his grave i'm sure
0: Here's his quote: "Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can, can create money, and any other <clears throat> and any other attribution to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it, producers don't produce it, the trade unions don't produce it, foreign sheiks don't produce it, oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing else. Period.
7: Period. Amen."
0: Milton Friedman. All right, so New York State has begrudgingly said, okay, the Supreme Court said, New York State, you cannot just stop telling people that you can't have a concealed carry permit. So uh, they've gone on and said, uh, well, you know, but we're going to start. First of all, they've set these ridiculous hurdles. You have to go to, uh, you have to have a 16 hour gun safety and proficiency test conducted at a licensed firing range. Now there's six million people. Sixteen hour, sixteen hour gun safety and proficiency test conducted at quote a licensed firearm range. Now don't they only have two? They have one. Six million people. They have one range right now. (laughs) They're already booked out. Booked out three and a half years. Now if you live in New York and you want to travel, you you want to travel upstate and get a hotel for two days, you can probably take it upstate. But if you wanted to do it in in the city of New York, which is typically, by the way, it's typically, you know, a couple of, uh, you know, uh, eight two-hour sessions at a time. But anyway, so that's – then they said, well, you can't carry – even if you get it, you can't carry it with you in any public transportation, which is subways, taxis, buses. Uh, You can't have it in any bar. You can't bring it with you in any bar, which includes any restaurant with a bar. No church. No places of – no public entertainment venue, which is basically any movie theater, uh, baseball stadium, football stadium, Madison Square Garden, a hockey game. You can't. Um, oh, and you can't bring it anywhere in the Times Square district. And they've enlarged what they call the Times Square district to be almost half the island of Manhattan. So, by the way, those are all the places you are most likely to be attacked: <laughs> subways, buses, coming in and out of a. Joe, restaurant. do you
5: do you think I'll? fewer people are just flat out going to go to these places. Is it going to hurt their businesses?
0: You know, given the fact that there are 99 violent crimes, and I'm to say reported, there are 99 reported violent crimes a day in New York City. And when I say reported, I'm sure there are some crimes like rape that go unreported. Right. But the reported ones are 99 a day in Manhattan. And, you know, I live here. When I turn on the news in the morning, I see the New York City news. There is literally not a day goes by when somebody has been murdered, stabbed, assaulted in the hospital, critical condition, uh, you know, punched in the head. And, and, you know, you see 80-year-old women being punched in the head and, you know, somebody steals their their purse and their belongings. So uh, it's literally – I got the kick out of – the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, says, well, we don't want to be issuing these concealed carry permits because we don't want the city of New York to turn into the wild, wild west – well, guess what, Mayor? You are you are already the wild, wild west.
6: Hundred percent. And
0: yep. And uh, by the way, Shemay, you want to guess how many legal guns they confiscated from uh, thugs in the first six months of this year?
7: Oh no! How many? Pick I, up. Uh, 300? Three hundred.
0: Three thousand seven hundred. Wow. Three thousand seven hundred. That's more, than, that's more than, let's see, that's 20 a day.
7: Question, what, they, are they, what is the government now doing with these guns? Uh, they
5: give them the IRS agents.
7: Yeah,
0: right? <laughs> no, they confiscate on average 20 a day, 20 illegal guns a day. But no, if you're a law-abiding citizen, you can't have a concealed get- weapon. And even if we give you one, you can't take it in the places that you're most likely to get mugged. All right. Okay. <gasps> Moving on. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear about the student loan fiasco or the high speed, California high-speed? High speed I, want, I
5: wanted to hear the student loan one, if you don't mind.
0: All right. So everybody heard the big news about, you know, we'll, we'll forgive 10000 of your loan. And if you had a Pell Grant, which means you were uh, had low income, because in order to get a Pell Grant, you had to be below a certain income and 20000 But here's, the, here's the, the big, more insidious element, which got glossed over. They talked about lowering the monthly repayment to, and here's what they said, but which is a lie, and we've lowered the minimum monthly payment to 5% of your monthly income. Now, that was a lie because when you read the actual details, it's not 5% of your monthly income. It's 5% of your monthly discretionary income. Oh. What does that mean? Go ahead. Well, it's good. glad you asked. Shame if you Google federal definition, discretionary income. Discretionary income is that income above 150% of the federal poverty level for your area and and, um, family situation, because poverty level varies if you are married, if you have one kid, two kids, three kids. But let's say that for your situation, you and your husband uh, and where you live, the federal poverty level for a couple is $20,000. Well, 150% of 20,000 is 30,000. So if you have a household income of 50,000 and 150% of the poverty level is 30,000, you don't have to pay 5% of 50,000. You only have to pay 5% of 20,000. Now, in the White House press release, they gave some examples. And here's one of the examples. And I'm quoting from their press release. A typical nurse making $77,000 a year is married with two kids would pay only sixty-one dollars a month on their undergraduate loans. Now, if you divide, if you take seventy-seven thousand divided by twelve, um I think that comes to uh, like six grand a month, a little over six grand a month.
5: Yeah, In about fact, sixty-two it does come to
0: over six grand a grand. Guess what? Sixty-one dollars divided by six grand a month is zero point nine five percent of her monthly income less than one percent of her income
5: that's ridiculous
0: yes sixty one dollars now the interest doesn't go away this government says and we will pay the difference now what the normal minimum payment would have been two ninety two hundred ninety five dollars they're only going to ask her to pay sixty one so the difference between the two ninety five and the sixty one which is two hundred and thirty dollars a month is going to be paid for by you and me now Shemay, let's assume that you had the, let's say your rich uh, rich uncle, let's say you had a $60,000 loan out there, and you were paying $61 a month on it, and your rich uncle, Harry, died and left you $60,000, enough to pay off your loan. You're a smart person. Would you take that check, and would you write Uncle Sam a check for $60,000 if you had a loan with a 1% interest rate?
7: The 1%, I don't
0: know. No. Well, let me add this. And you could also put Uncle Harry's money in a U.S. Treasury bond that pays 3% tax-free interest. Um, If you went to college and you were a smart person, say, okay, I got 60 grand. I can put it in a Treasury bond. They'll pay me 3%. I can take 1% of the 3%, send it to Uncle Sam, and I'll put the other 2% in my pocket. Oh, and after 20 years of doing this, my loan's been completely forgiven. So what they've created is an incentive for for people to never, ever, ever, repay their student loans right. So instead of make so instead of making the 1.7 and unpaid student loan balance go down they've actually created a situation where they will incentivize people to never ever pay off their future student loans
5: right and it's all floated on the backs of people who didn't choose to take out that loan yes
0: yep yeah. so if student loans don't go away they simply tra- they simply transferred the burden To either people who have already paid off their loans or to plumbers, electricians, truck drivers, you know, cashiers at at King Supers, radio announcers. uh, They just transferred the the debt to other people.
5: Joe, I uh, did, for my degree, I did four years in the Air Force and got the GI Bill, and then the rest of it I took out student loans. So first I served everybody, I served this country for four years, you know. And uh, I was not victimized. I was proud to do it. And then I also paid back every dime of my loans. And now I hear that these people are going to get 10, 20 grand taken off theirs. It's sick. It's absolutely sick.
0: Uh, but Andy, I completely agree. But, but here's the thing like most people, you are, you are fixated and angry about the 10 and 20,000. What you don't realize is that the more insidious and the more expensive thing right. is this 1% effective interest rate that is going to be granted to every borrower for the rest of their lives. And after 20, you pay 1% for 20 years, that's it, your loan is forgiven. Yeah, this that is the is, gift that keeps on taking. The gift that keeps on taking It's So it's basically, it's 1% of your discretionary income, and on a fifty or $60,000 loan that works out to an effective interest rate of 1%, there is less than zero incentive to ever pay off to ever make a single uh, principal payment on any, on any student loan ever again.
5: Okay, uh, before we go to break, though, Joe, let me just say, again, I think this is going to hurt the Democrats a lot politically because whose votes are they buying? Whose votes are they winning except they're buying these votes from a demographic that already votes almost entirely for their party. Yeah. So they're going to yes, add but- virtually no votes from this. <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, they're you know, going to add the,
5: virtually yeah. no votes, and at the same time, who are they alienating? Joe, go ahead.
0: Yeah, they're 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 uh, alienating middle America, and you know, and 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 Joe, the plumber, and and the welders, and electricians, and the truck drivers who didn't go to college. That's who they were. That's who they're, they're the, alienating. So they're under- alienating
5: everybody who didn't go to college, everybody who paid their own, everybody who went in through the military, everybody. Joe, this is a lot of everybody's. And meanwhile, the only people they're buying off are the people who are going to vote 90% their way anyway.
0: Correct, because elections are not decided by Democrats or Republicans. They're decided by the unaffiliated middle. Right, And that's who they're alienating is the unaffiliated middle. So,
5: Okay, can I hold you over?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
5: All right, here we go. Golden Eagle Financial, do you know all the ways to protect your savings from unnecessary taxes? By the way, I'm sure Joe does. Well, L. Smith does too, L. Al- helps make your money work for you, not the government. Call Al at 303-744-1128, or you can find Golden Eagle Financial at RushToReason.com.
3: While you can't avoid every risk, you can create a plan to make losses less likely with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. As you approach retirement, you are less tolerant of market risk because you can't afford to lose money to market volatility. When you reach retirement, you no longer have income to replace what you may lose. Your nest egg is your income because you are no longer employed and usually don't have a consistent cash flow. When you have concerns about the safety of your nest egg due to market volatility, Al Smith and Golden Eagle Financial can help you with strategies that will minimize your risk. In or near retirement, you no longer have the time you did when you were younger to replace what you may lose due to market volatility. Protect the investment of your time and preserve your money with retirement planning from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Connect with Al today at klzradio.com/money or you can call Al at 303-744-1128 that's 303-744-1128 advisory services offered through foundation investment advisors an sec registered investment advisor
5: knr home transitions two realtors for the price of one for the total package call knr at 720-437-8210 or you can find them at rustreason.com
6: With K&R Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing... Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com home. Again, that's klzradio.com home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty.
10: Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another, trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise, they charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe. A known Nissan failure they've seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five star review, Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model. For quick and experienced problems, solving. Fill out the contract form now at klzradio.com extreme.
2: As independent brokers, GIA insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be
4: any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162 Extension 100.
1: It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560.
5: And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Payne filling in for John Rush along with Shemae Navarro of... Don't try it on me. Right. And guys, before we go to Jersey Joe again, I just want to remind everybody I will be back on Friday. And... The uh, movie hour topic, you know, because the second hour we do movie, movie uh, rentals, it's going to be back to school and it's going to be any movie or TV show with school in it. So that should be pretty easy. Sound easy?
0: Yes. Yes.
5: Okay. Jersey Joe, what's next?
0: I want to wrap up with uh, the California high speed rail train to know well, to know where and why it has uh, and why it's relevant to the biden promise of creating a national high-speed rail network which i'm sure you've all heard about the democratic uh, promise of a high-speed rail net, national rail system you've all heard that right right all right so in 2008 california voters approved a bond issue in the amount of 10 billion dollars to partially fund the construction of just a single high-speed line between la and san francisco a distance of 382 road miles uh, and at that time, the total cost was estimated at $33 billion, so the difference between the $10 billion bond issue and the 33 was going to be federal funding, which, by the way, Trump tried to kill. Um, oh, and the targeted time completion time for that project was 2020. So let's fast forward. It's now 2022. You may have you seen all the press about all the people riding that high-speed bull- bullet train between L.A. and San Francisco?
7: I have not, actually. I've been working like a crazy person. <laughs> Sorry.
0: They're not doing it. Well, the reason she oh. made have is that is that no trains are running. You know what the new targeted completion date is for that high that three hundred and eighty-two miles of track between L.A. and San Francisco.
7: Oh, what twenty
0: thirty-three, and instead of thirty-three billion, you know what the current projected cost is?
7: Oh my gosh, what
0: a hundred and five billion, which is three hundred and five, and of course with inflation, that number is only going to get bigger. So right now they're. And that's in
5: California where they're crushing their tax base.
0: Right. Um, By the way, that works out to 200. Oh, and instead of 382 miles, because every politician in the state Senate said, well, it has to stop in my town. They're routing it through central where it has to stop in Bakersfield and Fresno and all these little towns you never heard of because every politician said, well, my town has to be on the high speed rail line. So it's now a 500-mile line going through all these little podunk towns in California. And because it makes all these stops, the train that can do 200 miles an hour is, in best case, is going to average 120 miles an hour. Uh, the track cost is $210 million per mile. And by the way, I extrapolated that to this um, national high speed. At $210 million per mile, you know what one, one line between L.A. and New York City would cost in today's dollars? How much? $630 billion, billion dollars, billion dollars, for one 3,000-mile lane, almost a trillion dollars. And they want to build 17,000 miles of that track at $210 million a mile.
5: Yeah, now, and Joe, from there, we'd be subsidizing a lot of people's rides as well.
0: Well, we are, uh, I'm going to get to that in a minute. <laughs> okay. So... But right, So, what would the so let's look at the annual operating cost. So of that five hundred mile railroad. Well, I'm going to speed through this. If we look what Amtrak spends, Amtrak spends one hundred and forty three thousand dollars per route mile to operate and maintain their rail system, um, and uh, so in applying that figure to the five hundred route miles for the proposed bullet train would give you seventy one million dollars per year in operating costs, but Remember, they're going to be borrowing $100 billion, so at 3% interest, which is the bond rate that uh, U.S. pays on the bonds, the Treasury bonds itself, to finance this and what California residents pay, that's another $3.5 billion. So their annual interest and in operating expense is $3.86 billion if this thing ever gets up and running. So if you assume a 1000 if you generously assume 1000 passengers a day, 500 going north and 500 coming back the other way, 365 days a year, that's 1000 a, a day, that's 365,000 passengers a day. Well, if you divide a year, if you divide 3.86 billion operating cost, operating and interest cost by 365,000 passengers, that yields a per passenger cost of $10,575 per passenger.
5: Okay, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Per one passenger using it once. One way, yes. One now, way so a one way ticket on this thing is costing ten grand.
0: Costing that not, not what they're gonna charge. That's what it would cost the taxpayers. Now ah. let's assume Jersey Joe doesn't know what he's talking about and instead of a thousand, it's two thousand a day. Well, that drops it to five thousand two eighty-seven per passenger. Well, what if we triple it to three thousand passengers a day, fifteen hundred going L.A. to San Francisco and fifteen hundred going San Francisco to L.A. That gets you down to uh, three thousand five hundred twenty-five per passenger cost. Now, what were they? What are they planning on charging? Eighty-six dollars one way. Now, what's the current airfare and travel time between L.A. and San Francisco? If you go to Travelocity, there's dozens of daily flights averaging $136 round trip, which is $68 one way oh versus gosh. the $86 they want to charge. And the trip time of one hour and 20 minutes, which in- includes taxi time, by the way, whereas the rail is three hours.
7: Wow.
0: So, um, So you're going to pay more to go way slower. Way Sounds slower. Like a and,
7: government idea.
0: Right. But at that cost of of $10,000, it would be far, far cheaper for the California and U.S. taxpayers just to say, from now on, anybody who wants to travel between L.A. And, and San Francisco, we will buy you, we will give you a zero-cost plane ticket.
5: But, you Joe, just, that know? uses that evil jet fuel that's going to destroy the world. <laughs> they want it all to be with clean electricity. That all comes from happiness.
0: Yes, which, by the way, they're going to run out of electricity. You've already heard they're going to eliminate, they're yeah. going to prohibit. Now, they're already, shut, they're already on track. They promised they're going to shut down all their fossil fuel and nuclear plants. They're already buying huge amounts of power from neighboring states, all of which, with the exception of the Hoover Dam, which is hydro, they're already buying huge amounts of power from Nevada and Arizona, all of which is coal-generated. And because Lake Mead is dropping, in about four years, they're going to stop getting power from the Hoover Dam. They get California gets... 50% of the power generated by Hoover Dam, which is generated by the water in Lake Mead. And as you've read, and CBS did it 60 Minutes, uh, in about four years, the water level is going to drop below the intakes for the turbines, and the Hoover Dam is going to start producing electricity. So here, California is staring a power, electric power crisis in the teeth. And what are they doing? They're doing everything they can to dramatically increase the demand on their electrical grid
5: and everything that California is doing to itself Biden and his cronies want us to do to the rest of us correct you got it. Thank you, Joe. Makes sense, right? You bet. Joe, we'll see you next time. Thanks for coming on. Folks, that's it for today. Shemaine Navarro, thank you very much.
7: I had so much fun. Thank you.
5: You bet. Our number one replays, replays next. Remember, this Friday, I'll review two movies, and then our movie Reynolds hour will be back to school. Any movie or TV show with a school in it. Until then, drive safe, God bless, and thanks for joining us at Rush to Reason, KLZ 560.